Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to The Catch with John Fisher on Blog Talk Radio, connecting life to faith. We're just trying to get it together, trying to help the fellow man, hoping we can make it Trying, trying to make it better. Uh, you know, we've been uh, we've been talking a lot about the election for the last number of weeks, just like everybody else in the country. And uh, uh, we've had a number of uh, guests who have had some great comments, and especially uh, we enjoyed uh, Rob Rob Stutzman last week. And if you missed that, I highly encourage you to uh, go. Uh, to our Blog Talk Radio site and uh, listen to it. Every every one of these we've done, I, I don't even know how many we have now because we've been doing this for over a year, um, is, is, is available in our archives. And uh, we've got some, some wonderful interviews. And so I, I as soon as we're done with the interview, it becomes a podcast. And uh, you can go on and listen um and i encourage you to do that um tonight uh we have a very special guest and uh you know i just thought since we've been talking so much about politics that uh, across the street from me is a local politician uh the council one uh, one of the councilmen uh of our city of laguna beach and um i thought Wow, you know, it would be really great since we've been talking about elections and politics and all of that to hear from somebody at a local involved at a local level. And I have a couple reasons to do this. One, just to find out a little bit about their perspective and what life is like from that from that point of view. But um, also, you know, some of you may be considering at at some point to be involved. I know we have a lot of millennials listening in and um, some of you may be considering uh, getting involved in, in, in politics. And from what I understand, it starts locally and that's where, that's where everything begins. And so maybe this will spur you on. We'll see, but um, uh, hope you will enjoy. I know you'll enjoy our interview today. So uh, I want to welcome uh, to Block Talk Radio, to the catch on Block Talk Radio, uh, my neighbor Rob Sershmead. Welcome, Rob, to Block Talk Radio. Thanks, John. I appreciate the invitation to <laughs> be on the show with you. Yeah, this will be great. Um, yeah, most of the time here we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna talk about um, your experience um, in 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 the local local scene and. Uh, you know, you've had you've had over 35 years in in public policy and municipal administration and public land use. I make any sense to me, but um, <laughs> what what you're most interested we're talking most about tonight is your experience serving as 
And um, uh, so I want to start out finding out is that is that your first entry into uh, to uh, is this your first publicly elected position or have you been uh, been at this for a little while longer? Um, yeah, John, this is uh, the first time I had run for elective office. Um, I'd served in various appointed positions um, as a planning commissioner here in Laguna Beach and um, as a uh, design review board member. Um, I also had served as a planning commissioner in another city that I lived in. Um, so, But this is the first time I... Uh, I uh, decide to uh, run for elective office. Okay, and and then when when was that? When how, how long have you served so far? Uh, well, I'm coming up on the when? I'm on the two year mark. I was elected in 2012. Okay, and is it a four year term or right. what uh, how long 20, is it? I was elected in 2014. It's now 2016. I've got my years uh, switched around. <laughs> Okay, and uh, is it a four-year term? Yes. You. So you have two more years. That's right. And, and I know we elected we elected a couple new council members uh, this year. So is that the idea that every two years they stagger you? Right. Uh-huh. Uh, we have a five-member city council, and this year we had two of the seats uh, that were up. And uh, the two incumbents uh, ran and were reelected. And then uh, okay. the, cycle, the cycle that I'm on, we have three seats. Uh, so there were th- when I ran in 2014, there were uh, seven candidates for three seats. I see. Okay. Well, uh, tell me what what made you decide uh, to run? You know, I, the, the biggest reason I decided to run is I felt like I had something to offer this, the community. Um, I had been, as I mentioned earlier, uh, had served in, a, in appointed positions. Um, I, had, I have a lot of uh, experience in the area of municipal uh, government, and the, mm-hmm. uh, my, my work, uh, I was, I'm, I am partially retired, um, and uh, I had more time uh, available to serve. Uh, because I tell you, I think to do a good job as a city council member, you have to have time because you need to talk to constituents. Uh, it's it's more than just you know coming to two meetings a month on a Tuesday night. Um, there are hmm. other bodies that the council. Uh, basically has delegates representatives and so you have to have time for for that um those are the biggest reasons that i ran well do you have do you have any idea about how many how many hours you put in into this a week on on average i you know it varies from week to week um but i would guess You know, I, I, I just on average, I would say, you know, twenty hours a week. Wow. Um, as a, you know, so you ran because you felt you could bring something, um, and that and that 
that's a that's a worthy motivation for sure. Um, it really is at this level. You really are a public servant un, with the underline on servant. Is that right? Yeah, I think that's true. I you know I had uh, you know I had a number of priorities that I outlined. Um, in fact, I used those uh, on one of my. Uh, it was a newspaper insert that um, that was published when I ran, mm-hmm. and um, I actually keep a copy of that with me and I refer to it from time to time just to kind of see how I'm doing versus what I said I wanted to do. And, um, Mm -hmm. I mean, I, the, I had, you know, I had on that list, I had public safety, uh, our arts, you know, as, as you know, John Laguna beach Mm -hmm. is a internationally known arts community. Mm -hmm. And I, I felt that our arts was a, was something that needed to have a priority associated with it. Water supply, you know, here in California, we've had this multi-year drought, and um, right, you know, that was a priority for me. Um, open government, um, transparency, and how we do things. I think we actually are pretty transparent now, but there's always room for improvement, um, especially in the you know age where a lot of people kind of sadly <laughs> get their news through social media. <laughs> Um, but, uh, and then, uh, city planning, we have a number of planning initiatives that, that are, that have been underway and that will uh, wrap up this uh, coming year in 2017. Um, we've got infrastructure issues with utility undergrounding, electrical utility undergrounding, um, due to the safety aspect of that in our community. It's unique uh-huh. to Laguna, um, our senior population, we're, we're an aging demographic here, and uh, I was happy to work with our senior center. I was the council liaison to our senior center. We made some progress there. Um, and then, uh, mm-hmm. you know, I, I've, I'm, I'm always – my number one objective is, you know, you know to per, basically to protect our residents. You know, we get – Millions of visitors here a year. I mean, there are, people have kicked around numbers as high as six million. I don't know if that's the right number, but it's it's definitely in the millions. And um, mm-hmm. there is a tension between um, accommodating visitors and providing for quiet enjoyment for our residents, and um, that's that's something that the council deals with actually pretty regularly. Yeah, I bet. Yeah, that's certainly a concern of the the summer. Um, and then there are the coyotes, Rob. <laughs> yes, there are. We've, you're well. You're, yeah, you're we, we, aware of that. <laughs> yeah, well aware of that. Yes, we uh, for for our listeners, we we lost a dog to a coyote. Right yeah, it's a uh, you know it's a, that's not just a Laguna Beach problem; it's a Southern California problem. Yeah. Um, because mm-hmm. the the urbanized areas have have reached so far, you know, into the uh, out of the kind of historic urban areas uh, in in the uh, region, and mm-hmm. uh, coyotes uh, they are very they're regular visitors, um, and so we have a right. we, the city has developed a staged program to deal with um, 
the problem. They they ask people to, you know, when they receive coyotes to report them. They map those uh, sightings and then mm-hmm. they take based on the frequency and you know kind of you know what's going on. They also ask people to, if they see a coyote while they're walking a dog, to haze them, uh, you know, make noise mm-hmm. that sort of thing. But you know, the problem that I think we have is mo- most most people's reaction natural is if you see a coyote, you go the other way, and uh, which is actually what you shouldn't do. I mean, you and people, you know, uh, but then let's say uh, you're walking your dog or you've got two dogs. Well, you know, that's not an easy thing to do while you're trying to, you know, keep your pets safe and keep yourself safe. Um, but, uh, yeah, it, it has been a problem uh, on, as, you, as you've just said, on our street. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then, then of course, uh, it's a problem to to deal with because you've got a lot of different. Yeah, John, you're and, kind of uh, yeah. coming out here. <laughs> I didn't catch that last part. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, yeah. I'm talking about how there's also the issue of, um, of how many different ways to deal with it and and the the different feelings that people have you've got the you know the peop the the people who are on the coyote side and uh those who are you know on the pets side so right well uh, and i mean and that came up issue came up very uh you know front and center uh when we were dealing with this as an acute issue yeah. what about a year and a half ago maybe um yeah and the the problem is, um, in my view, and certainly not everyone will agree, um, is that you reach a point where, uh, depending on, you know, I mean, if, if, if people are, or if, if pets are being taken, if uh, pets are being attacked while their owners are walking them, uh, or in your case where your your animal was removed, you know, from your premises, uh, you know, there, then there needs to be another stage of uh, uh, mm-hmm. control. And, you know, the, that includes, you know, trapping. Um, and a lot of people think that uh, that's, uh, you know, we should not do that. Uh, we're pretty constrained under mm-hmm. state law as to what we can do. A lot of people have suggested, well, why don't we capture coyotes and then release them elsewhere? And uh, you're under state law, you're pre- prevented from doing that. And the... Yeah. Um, so it's you know it's it's a tough issue. I you know of late, um, while there have been you know continu- continuing sightings, we haven't had um, you know a, we had a we had a real surge uh, a year and a half ago. Mm-hmm. I mean it was really yeah. pretty much out of control. And so I uh, but that's one you just have to you know you have to manage it. You know we provide. We provide animal control services for Laguna Beach as well as the adjacent city of Laguna Woods. They have a, we have a contract with them, so um, we I think we have a pretty good view of you know what the problem is a, a little more regionally, not just within the mm-hmm. city limits. Mm-hmm. Great. Well, now let me show. I'm going to show my ignorance here um, uh, about public service but do you receive any pay as a councilman yeah we do um it's about 
gosh, I want to say it's it's somewhere between seven and eight thousand dollars a year. Um, mm-hmm. And um, you know that's uh, I the, the it, it you know it, that varies from community to community. Although um, mm-hmm. the you know some some communities are organized differently. Uh, we're we are what's called a general law city under California state law, and uh, state law governs um, a number of things on on the administration of general law cities, and um, council member compensation is. Uh, is included in that list. Other cities, um, uh, we have a number of charter cities in the state. Um, there's, I think it's roughly 150 charter cities uh, throughout the state. They have a little more flexibility um, and, uh, you know, with respect to administration. Um, but that's what, that's what, uh, that's what a council member makes in Laguna Beach. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, you probably had to sink uh, a bit of your own money into getting elected. Is that right? Well, it's interesting. I, all... the, uh, <laughs> the, you know, the, there's an old adage, you know, it's like never put your own money into a, into a political campaign. And, uh, and the, I, I didn't hmm. quite understand that. Um, but I think I do is that, uh, the basically in in Laguna we have we have campaign contribution limits for city council races, and that limit is uh, three hundred and six currently is three hundred and sixty dollars per person. So a husband and wife could each wow. give three sixty. Uh, their adult children could give three sixty. That sort of thing. And so what happens? Um, huh. In order to mount a successful campaign, and you know, campaigns, you know, even in you know Little Laguna Beach, uh, you know, cost money because you have to buy, right. you have to buy uh, advertising in our local paper uh, or mm-hmm. our online paper. Um, you have we do you do mailers, um, you know, you can do inserts. Um, you know, it's this is a this is a pretty, you know, it's a very uh, you know that we're not a television market, obviously. So you're not. Although we did, we did have a uh, an initiative on this last ballot that I worked uh, very diligently to defeat. That did do some television advertising. Um, but you know the the, the basically the, the the price of admission, if you will, what it costs you to run for city council in Laguna Beach is, is somewhere on the order of, you know, forty to sixty thousand dollars. And uh oh my you gosh. have to, you have to yeah. It's you have and you and you have to raise that money and, and you know, I did it through um you know various fundraising events, you know, um and then um you know mail solicitation, you know, initially. But uh yeah, it's a uh you know, it's it's uh it's, a, it's it's definitely an effort. I mean, this is uh, and the other one, you know, the um, it's but it's it's. I think you know if there's if there was one thing about our, our political system I would like to change, it would be you know the how how campaigns are, are financed and, and really more at the hmm. um, you know state and federal level, which I just hmm. I just think 
be a lot better off with a lot less money um, in these campaigns yeah. and let you know let candidates focus on the the public benefits of various positions uh, versus you know who's mm-hmm. funding their re-election campaign. But yeah, but a lot of cities uh, do not have. Uh, well, interestingly, uh, our school board here, uh, which school board uh, trustee positions are non-compensated. They they receive no pay. They there is no limit on campaign contributions for school board candidates. Hmm. Uh, the city council has, for as long as as I have known, uh, have always had a campaign limit, and I. I think it's a good thing. I certainly support it, um, but it varies from city to city. Well, when you say three hundred and sixty dollars per person, I mean that—that's—that that is your own money. Uh, That—that's limited, but you can raise up to forty thousand. Is that the way that works? I, I'm a little confused. It's just you, basically, you an, an individual uh, or a business may only contribute up to $360 to you. So you basically have to, you know, I mean, if, you know, if... if, Wow. uh, Yeah, I mean, if, uh, you know, you've got to get a lot of people to give you, uh, you know, and a lot of people, you know, they may give you $100 or $50 or, you know, so you have to, Mm -hmm. you have to go out and... and, um, and and you have to raise money, and it, and it's it's a it's a you have to get it from a frankly a large number of people. It's not you're not going to finance a campaign mm-hmm. through you know five or six you know big donors. It just that can't happen for city council. Uh, yeah, and I it's a I yeah. think that's a good thing. I I think it's a very good yeah. thing. It seems like a good thing, um, and it, it, is that is that under control or or do people go way over that? I mean, do you have to keep records and everything to prove that? Oh yeah, no, it gets it gets reported uh, in mm-hmm. quarterly, okay. uh, the period leading up to the election. So you're able to see uh, what the other candidates have raised and from whom, because you have to hmm. disclose not only if you if if an individual. This is again in Laguna Beach. If an individual contributes more than $99 then you have to disclose who the donor was if it's if it's 99 or less then the disclosure is not required i see huh that's amazing well tell us what what do you enjoy the most about this job you know what i enjoyed the most about this job is is accomplishing you know, positive improvements for our community. And I, that may sound, you know, kind of, you know, uh, a little trite maybe, but it's the, I think, you know, when when we make decisions as a city council, as a group, uh, that improve whatever aspect of the community that we're debating, you know, whether it's a an, an appeal on a planning commission decision or, um, you know, uh, you know, a, a contract. You know, uh, re, you know, with our police and firefighters, or, or, uh, you know, whatever mm-hmm. the issue is. I I think that I that is the thing that I find most satisfying is that when we work together uh, as an ensemble, because the council, that's an important factor I think in having a successful city council is 
uh, is how you work together as a group. You know, I, I in my mm. my work career, I've worked with a lot of different city councils over the years, and some of them get along and some of them don't. And when they don't get along, it's not a good thing. Um, mm. And I, the 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 group of people that we have on the council now, um, you know, we are we listen to each other, we're respectful, we actually we actually deliberate. Um, and um, I, that's the thing that I find hmm. most satisfying. What about? Uh, can you give us an example of, of something, something you, you've accomplished in the last two years that that is particularly uh, rewarding to you, personally? Actually, you know, John, there's 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 several things. Um, I and, and it's it's not, I'm two years in, and mm-hmm. um, you know, probably the uh the biggest one that that I, I will take credit for is uh I got a program started we're going to do the second year uh starting in the spring um uh, called Leadership Laguna and basically you if you're an individual uh resident that is interested potentially in serving on a city board you can sign up for this program. It's five Thursday nights, and you learn all about the city. All the department heads come in, and they give a presentation and, and do Q&A. Um, we did the first one of these last uh, spring, and we had, I think it was 20-some-odd 20, 20 individuals completed all five nights. Mm-hmm. And uh, wow. we got great, great reviews, uh, kind of demystify City Hall and you know, it gives people if they think they might be interested in serving on a board or a committee or a commission. Uh, you know, it gives them an opportunity to kind of dip their toe in the water. Um, it, this is not something unique to Laguna. A lot of communities have done this sort of training. Uh, Long mm-hmm. Beach has done it for over 20 years. Uh, San Clemente has had a similar program since the mid 90s, but this is the first time. And I, I think I, what I'm my intent on this was to kind of broaden the base of participation. Um, in city affairs, but that's that would be number one. And then I I really need to mention uh, the action, and this may not, this probably won't ring to a lot of your listeners because it's kind of unique to. Although, well, actually, it's nationwide for that matter. Is the uh, action that we took on short-term rentals, um, the hmm. uh, the Airbnb issue, which is um, was a a quite controversial and uh the i was at one point in that debate i was i was on i was on the wrong end of a 4-1 vote and uh eventually <laughs> the rest of the council came around to my to my view and uh and i don't i don't say that to toot my own horn but um you know that was an issue that i that i felt very strongly about that i thought a lot about and I think the ordinance that we adopted is very uh, balanced. And then we just had an issue uh, just this last election with Measure KK. Um, Measure KK mm-hmm. uh, would have uh, would have lifted the city's ban on uh, med- medical marijuana dispensaries, um, mm-hmm. and I fought very very hard. Uh, along with a great team that a team of volunteers and donors who funded a local grassroots campaign to defeat KK 
Um, if, if KK would have passed, um, you know, Laguna would have had the only uh, marijuana dispensaries in all of South Orange County. The nearest one would have been about, I don't know, 15 miles away or something. Mm-hmm. And uh, we just we decided to take it on. It was uh, a it was a ballot initiative uh, that that barely got enough signatures to get on the ballot, and was being backed by a business interest who had written the mm-hmm. measure to benefit only them. And uh, the voters agreed with us, and we beat it 71 percent to 29. So I was very wow. happy with that outcome. Um, yeah. And, um, you know, the other That's thing is, great. this is a huge issue for us. Uh, as our, You know, as a council member, we serve as a water district board member, and uh, we were able to uh, negotiate a contract uh, to uh, provide for our roughly a third to 40% of our water needs uh, through through uh, underground sources uh, that we did not have before. We were totally dependent on the state water project, which, um, you know, in the event of a major disaster, earthquake, I mean, that supply could be cut off. And this uh, this was a huge, it was 20 years in the making. And so, you hmm. know, there were of false attempts to... Uh, secure this source um, and this time around we were able to um, achieve the goal and I was I was very proud to be on the board when that that happened um, then the other, one other thing we did this year was uh, we we approved a new cultural arts master plan you know as I mentioned earlier Laguna is known internationally for the arts and uh, that was a I was very happy to serve on that committee with uh, council member Kelly Boyd, um, and uh, mm-hmm. one of our planning commissioners, Susan Whiten, and one of our arts commissioners, Susie Chevelle. Um, it's an excellent piece of work, and it'll help guide uh, city participation in the arts community uh, over the next mm-hmm. number of years. That's fantastic. I That's really great, and I appreciate um, uh, some of the details there. That, that really gives us a feeling for it. Um, what you do and how important it is. Um, just a, our time's kind of running running out here faster than I, it always comes quicker than I want it to. Um, are you? Where how far are you going to go with this? Are, are you going to seek another term? Are you going to do? You, do you have any higher political aspirations? Or uh, of course, I, you, you know, got two more years. And I got two maybe, more years. Maybe I'll, you don't I'll, know this. I don't. I don't know. I the I'll I'll make yeah. that decision. You know later on. Um, um, it's uh, you know I think you know these these are nonpartisan offices, so you don't run as a Democrat or a Republican mm-hmm. or a Green, or you run as uh, an individual. Right. And um, and and I'm I, and and I'm I'm a registered independent, so I'm I have no party affiliation. So um, mm-hmm. I and I I really have have no interest in, in seeking higher office. It's, uh, mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. but I do find, I do find council service, you know, very satisfying. It's, um, glad I did it. So yeah. that's, that was my last question. Are you glad you did it? <laughs> yeah, I am. So, I am. Uh, it's, uh, that's great. you know, I've, we've got a good council. Um, 
you know, like we work together well, and uh, we, there's a lot of things on the plate here. I, you know, for a small community, mm-hmm. uh, you know, we're a little over eight square miles, twenty-five thousand people. You might think that, well, it's a sleepy little beach community, but you'd you'd be surprised. Yeah, I bet. I bet. Any any words to uh, anyone who might be considering public service? Oh well, sure. I dive in. Dive in, give it a try. I mean, you, you, if you you can you, know, you can start by maybe attending one of your local council meetings or a planning commission meeting. Um, you know, your elected officials, you, you you can reach out and introduce yourself and get to know them. Um, I I think you know for people that mm. you know it's the biggest problem I think people have today is how much time they have to devote, and I totally understand that. I mean, my wife and I mm. raised. A, daughter and I know and we both worked and I know how busy life can be but um you know it it doesn't need to be city council I mean it can be you know it could be a, a senior commission or it could be you know the PTA um it could be um any one of a number of you know service type activities that give back but I think I would recommend it to anybody that thinks they might be interested that's great that's great well Rob I can't thank you enough for taking some time uh, to uh, talk to us, and uh, I, I wish you well with uh, with the uh, you know the next two years of your service. And, and well, thanks, thanks so much for sharing and, your thoughts uh, with us today. Uh, happy holidays to you and the rest of your listeners. All right, thank you so much. Same to you, Rob. Good night. Bye bye. Well, there you go, folks. Um, If you've ever thought about public office, we heard it. We heard it first right here on the catch. Um, I hope that was informative and encouraging to you. It certainly was to me. And uh, uh, as we keep this, keep this whole thing going here, um, we want to think about being in the marketplace. That's, that's really where we need to be. And uh, this is right down in the trenches. Um, so take his advice. Um, maybe, who knows, maybe your city or your town has that program that he set up here where you can actually um, get in a little five evening or who knows how much uh, of, a, of a course where you will actually learn something about the inner workings of of uh of a city government that would be very very good place to start i would think and uh it's pretty cool that that rob was instrumental in setting that up here so um god bless everybody uh hang on come next week we'll uh we'll do it again <laughs>